Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. It's time for another hour of your favorite sports gambling show. What is this going to be? Moneyline. With the two best hosts to ever do it. I love my contract. Love my teammates. Uh, Donnie Wrightside. Do what the Sixers did, Charlotte. Just just win seven games a year for four years. Eventually, you'll find somebody, and you'll be on the upswing again if it works out in your favor. And Kevin Walsh. Some say how crazy talented the NBA is right now. I'm not even oh. trying to get into a debate. He's not even the most talented offensive big man in the NBA right now, in my honest opinion. On the Sports Grid Radio Network, Sirius XM Channel 159. Tuesday afternoon, right here on the grid. It's the best hour of your day. It's Moneyline. It's Donnie Right Side. It's Kevin Walsh. And away we go into the afternoon. We are so close to March that we can certainly taste it. Big night in college basketball. Short card. Some crazy games. A huge card tonight. Some fun games and some team totals that I'll be participating in. And also a large card in the NBA. And as I'm watching right now, multiple games taking place currently in spring training. It's a good time right now, Kevin. Even saw mid 50s yesterday on the East Coast, maybe even closer to 60 today <laughs> on the East Coast. Finally, Puxatani Phil, man, delivering in a big way. Spring, yes. here we come. Get excited about it. Uh, yeah, the NBA has plenty of options tonight. College board was light yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, man, I had. You know, it's so funny how it works out, right, Donnie? But you, know, you have a best bet, and then you have your other bets. So my best bet was uh, the kid Jacoby Walter, rebounds and assists, which mm-hmm. did not win. My yeah. not best bet, but the other bet I took mm-hmm. was R.J. Davis' 19 and a half mm. points. Yeah, it was easy. Kid scored 42. Yeah, it should have been my best bet, obviously, but uh, still a nice winner. Yeah, two bets yesterday in college basketball, one and one. I hit on a, a team total with Kansas State that had me shivering in my boots late in the game because they had yeah, close to, what, one. they had 48 at the break? I'm like, this is the easiest 76 and a half I'm ever going to have. I blinked mm-hmm. twice, and I said, wait a second. They're going to lose this basketball game and not even get 76 and a half, but they actually went to overtime. They hit it before overtime, but I can't believe I needed that. Did lose TCU yesterday. Uh, muddy game in the first half, but certainly Baylor, the much better team in the second half, pulling away in the first. 10 minutes. One of those teams sort of to uh, keep an eye on when we go into, mm-hmm. I won't say March Madness, but the next couple games in the Big 12 as well as the conference championships. But R.J. Davis did have an unbelievable game yesterday for Carolina. But I find myself coming away from that basketball game. Nothing about UNC at all. Like Miami in the conference tournament coming up. They have to win it if they want to make the NCAAs. But they're down two starters right now. They get those two starters back. I think I can make some money with them in the ACC tournament. I do. 
Oh, yeah, the ACC tournament. For yeah. Sure. Yeah, they're not going to yeah. make the, the, the big tournament. No, oh, well, they got to win Unless they win the ACC they tournament. they got to win it. Right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, listen, I, I don't mind that at all. Donnie. I think we're going to have a lot of fun of the conference mm-hmm. tournaments here. And there, you always do a good job of this because you've been betting these conferences forever. But yeah. how far are we away from, like, the first actual conference tournament beginning? Uh, like, late, mid to late next week. Like there are there are conferences wow. that end their conference slate like Saturday and Sunday, mm-hmm. which means you know usually they don't wait till like the next Thursday or usually maybe wait till like the next Wednesday Thursday. But by yeah. next week in the regular, excuse me, in the uh, work week, I should say, you don't have to wait till the weekend. We'll be underway. Then the big boys start to fill in after that, and then as you know, Selection Sunday is March seventeenth, like March first this Friday. And by the way, this February, like, I know February is usually short. We have the extra day on leap year, but it feels like this is the long longest month I've ever lived in my entire life. I feel like I've been saying, oh, like, yeah. March is on the way and winter and all this stuff, and I can't get out of February. So hopefully Friday, we're out of February. It's amazing, it feels like. That's that Vegas, baby. That's that Vegas. I mean, this, that was a long trip, man. And it, it, but, now, what are, we, know, what are they saying next year? Wednesday to Friday? I mean, what are we actually saying down there in New Orleans? Is that what I'm hearing? I mean, Back I mean, behind I the heard, scenes? I heard we're going the other way. Thir- Thursday to a wraparound Sunday. like Yes. Where, like, you, just be know. out there for the Super yeah, Bowl like itself. 50, I think we're going to be out there for like 15 days next year, maybe. Exactly. Like Carver and Lisi out there, like extended <laughs> period, right? Is that what we're getting next year? The future, the future of the franchise is Joe Lisi and Mike Carver. Mm-hmm. So we'll see if they hang out there. I'm telling you right now, because I, I didn't go to Arizona, but like the week in L.A. was very long. But I wasn't doing like pro football today at that point. So I came home that Saturday. I got a nice sleep and watched the Super Bowl at home and relaxed and had a good time, even though the Eagles did lose that football game. But last year, they were going to say this year, felt so crazy that entire week and so long, and then to come home and do the Super Bowl and then get sick. It feels like I'm just getting over the Super Bowl, and it was weeks ago at this point. Oh, you know, it feels like football happened. To your point, it feels like football happened a long time ago. And the fact that it was only like two weeks ago is kind of (laughs) wild, or I guess three weeks ago, however you, you know, whatever it was. But yeah, you know, we've been having, have you been having NFL conversations still on the early line? Like I... Yeah. Yesterday took some time to look into kind of some of this this running back stuff, which I was like, all right, mm-hmm. there we go. Let's get some offseason chatter going. Yes, and, it, and that's why it feels like, like man, oh, man, Super Bowl was like six months ago when it was literally like weeks ago in the month of February because now we're at the Combine this week, the biggest waste of time in sports, which I always find interesting where, you know, GMs take the stage and coaches take the stage and say absolutely nothing outside of. Uh, who was – oh, it was uh, – Adolfo Mensa, I believe is the name, the general manager for the Minnesota Vikings, that usually, like, we know Justin Jefferson is really good. And you know it's going to be a big-time negotiation. But when your general manager goes, we believe he's the best wide receiver in football. We believe he should be compensated as so. We also believe he's the best player in the NFL outside of the quarterback position, and we don't want him to go anywhere. So I'm looking at a Justin Jefferson contract that is going to be absolutely wild crazy and rightfully so because he's he's hit the perfect market here i'm up for my extension there's more money than we've ever seen in the nfl and i'm a wide receiver that is a premium he is going to break the bank which is i I know you can't do this but there's other wide receivers in the nfl like the used to be like called the andre johnson slash julio jones rule where it was like oh uh, julio just got uh 13 million i want 13.5 andre we just paid you last year i'll sit this out all right 
Klein, 14. Then the next year, 14 and a half for Julio. New money. Andre Johnson. You better pay me 15. We just did your con. I don't care. I'll say that. Okay, fine. 15 million. He is going to hit something that's so crazy where there are very good wide receivers in the NFL making like 23, 24, 25 million. When Justin Jefferson gets 35 plus this year, it's going to really upset the market. It, yeah, like if you're Jamar Chase, you don't care if you've come underneath Justin Jefferson because of how high of a number Correct. he'll make it. My intrigue, though, with Justin Jefferson, Donnie, because I think you're right in that he's obviously going to be sticking around, is if you're Kirk Cousins, are you sticking around in Minnesota? Or, because the more I thought about it, why would Kirk Cousins leave? Has the best receiver in the game in Justin mm-hmm. Jefferson. Yes. A sophomore season for Jordan Addison. Offensive-minded head coach. Mm-hmm. Expectations are never really going to be your fault because everybody accepts what you are. Like, uh, Unless all of a sudden he thought he could get himself to San Francisco. He should be staying in Minnesota, no? He is going to stay in Minnesota, I believe. Unless there's something worked out where, like, you know what? We already have one of these deals done. We're going to trade up to uh, three with the Patriots. We already have the compensation out if our guy is there, which means that you probably lost Kirk Cousins anyway to free agency. But if it's just about money at this point, he's going to command $45 million, probably like a three-year deal. Sounds like a lot, but the cap is up. And also, you know who would really like that, too? Justin Jefferson. Keep him happy. My goodness, a lot of Topics to hear. Come on back with us. It's Moneyline on a Tuesday. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24 7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering real time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. It is Combine Week. I don't care about it. I hate everything that goes on at the Combine, except sometimes when you get general managers out here squawking. Now, we were talking about this morning, because, of course, Ben likes it, and I'll take shots at, you know, if I was a scout, I would tell my owner I'm not going because it's in Indianapolis and it's a waste of time and there's never any sun, it's cold, and what am I actually doing here? I can do much, much better just sitting in my office back in, let's just say, Philadelphia and reviewing tape. Why are we 
we at the combine? There's no need, Kevin, for a combine. But see, you've not caught me off guard, and I don't know why this is surprising. Mm-hmm. Why does Ben like it? I don't understand. I don't know. It's just like it's. I don't know. It's in Midwest America. It's you know indie. It's Big Ten country. The bigness of it. But Ben did like or said he liked the combine, and I can't stand the combine because I don't think there's any use for it anymore at this point. Like the combine was good, Kevin. Like 1988, right? Yeah. Because it's like, look, we don't even we don't even have cable at uh you know for Cincinnati. Like our owner doesn't pay for it, so we don't even watch any of the games. At least we get to talk to the players at the Combine. Now the information is so widely available just by internet and also contact and cell phones and all that good stuff that we have now. I don't see what you're actually going to uncover at the Combine like at all. Now there are some things to say. You know what? I just want to talk to some of these players and I get a couple minutes in a meeting. I just say, hey, I just get a feel for the guy. I get that part of it. But the measurables? you got to be kidding me, man. You've got to be kidding me that we're actually caring about 40-yard dash uh, jumping up high. Come on, man. The tape is there. You know they're great athletes. Well, I think what's odd. See, again, I don't know why. I'm very confused as to why he still likes it. The Because <laughs> like, you hating it, right, is the thing that's existed yeah. forever. But yes. that's you, and that's like very on uh-huh. But my confusion. Like, <laughs> he's such a weird kid. Like, the college, <laughs> like no one cares about the combine anymore. Like it's not, like it's not some time honored trip. Like I get why he holds on to bowl season. Like nobody cares about the combine. They all have pro days now. Like yes. the, they've completely, they've largely rendered it useless. Mm-hmm. This combine, yes, I don't know, it's yes. a little confusing. Like people watch the con, it never like amazes me. Like I'll see like you know the uh, people do those. I forget what even the charts called. So I'll, I'll figure it out in a couple minutes here. But one of those spider charts where it's like, ooh, this guy ran fast and uh, he's got a wingspan here and these are his measurables. I just such get a, such a laugh out of that because I understand there's football speed and there's speed and it's like, ooh, did this guy really move up? But you're right. Like the the pro days are really where it's at. Where it's like, all right, you know, I'm gonna th- I'm gonna be a wide receiver. I'm gonna throw quarterbacks with quarterbacks I'm comfortable with, quarterbacks alike. Like, nobody's going to go out there and be like, hey, you know what? I'm going to win this job by throwing the three guys off the street here that don't know how to run routes and can't catch and make me look terrible. Like, we're way beyond that at that point. So the only reason I like the combine is for the NFL, like, news cycle because you get things out of it and some nuggets sometimes because all the GMs and coaches are on site. They don't like to say anything, but sometimes you just can't help but doing it. And the one thing that caught my attention was Chicago Bears general manager Ryan Paul. Obviously, because the Chicago Bears have the number one overall pick. Most of us know where they're exactly going. But here's where I start to get angry. And the Eagles did this way back in the day with Donovan McNabb. Like, Ryan Poles is basically saying, like, you know, we don't have a master plan now. You know, and they'll probably tell you, like, we haven't even thought about who our quarterback's going to be, which I always love that stuff because they've thought about it for months and months and months on end. And they know exactly where they're going. They're going to keep that pick at number one, and they're going to draft. So Ryan Poles starts going, like, hey, you know what? We're in lockstep with Justin right now, and uh, we want to move as quickly as possible. We're going to keep him like in the know. We'd love him, and we'd want him back, which is key for he's going to be traded. And otherwise, I'd be like, mm. we're, we're not trading. Like we're trading this pick; it's for sale right now. Justin's our guy. They haven't done that, which means he's going to be on the move. But they also say we're going to do right by Justin Fields, which makes no sense. I don't even know what that means. What is that? Like, hey, look, the, let's just say the Raiders are going to offer us two number ones for you, Justin. But it's Las Vegas. We know. 
know that uh, you could get in trouble and go out to bars too much and no. maybe pick up a gambling habit, we don't want to send you there. We're going to send you to Denver for a second round pick because that's the right thing to do. Like, you see what I mean? What? This is a business. Are you telling me you're not going to get the best package possible for Fields because he might not want to go there initially to another team? Get out of town. I, I mean, that that's one of those things, Donnie, like with uh, Tyreek Hill, right? I think the Chiefs said, hey, listen, we're good if you want to go to the Jets or the Dolphins. Like, we accepted the trades, basically. Yes. Like, they may tell Justin Fields, hey, look, we accepted the Raiders uh, and Falcons deal, so, so you can pick if you want to live in Vegas or Atlanta. Get, like, I, yeah, I, don't think I, we, I don't think it means anything more than that. But I, did, I got the update to the phone today that said, uh, Bears still listening on phone calls for number one. It's like, Oh my gosh! Like, we really have to waste time. Like, why are you wasting your energy? We I just if that was a legitimate possibility of how it was going to go, Donnie, I'd be like, no, listen, do your due diligence. But it feels like they've already made their decision. We we don't have to. Come on, we don't have to do this. No, and, and sooner than later, we're not we're not looking for a discount down the line, and nobody's gonna mm-hmm. like. We don't need to be on the clock, Kevin, for the full ten minutes in round number one, acting like you you're stunned and you had six months to prepare for this moment and you still want to wait it out just in case somebody picks up the phone and gives you a phone call. Now, it is an interesting decision they're going to make, which I think most people are resigned to the fact, other than just, you know, Bears fans who love Justin Fields. There's no way the Chicago Bears could keep Justin Fields. Like, if you're a GM and you mess this up, you are fired. If you're a GM and just play it the way you're supposed to and it doesn't work out, nobody's going to blame you. So I doubt anybody's like, you know what? Fields is my guy. Then we go in two to three years. Like, what did you want? The guy throws for 160. 68 yards a game, and we expect to win a Super Bowl at this point. That's not going to happen. But again, we, and we talked about the time, like, you forget comparing the talent level. The contracts make this a complete non-starter. I think you've done a really nice job explaining to people that like, just no one in the world is willing to take the risk that is required yes, to correct. pass on Caleb, which I think mm-hmm. I don't think you're wrong about. Like, but to be honest, Kevin, the only person that could do, like, just say the Dallas Cowboys were in the spot, and Jerry Jones goes, mm-hmm. keeping Justin mm-hmm. Fields, and it doesn't work, and he yep. goes, ha, "What are you going to do? Fire me? I'm the owner." Like, that's the only <laughs> spot it would ever work. <laughs> Out ever. He start yeah. firing other people. Yep, like, exactly. I can't exactly. You guys he let me do yes. this. Correct. Um, yes, you're right. I guess Jerry could. But realistically, Donnie, for anyone that knows what they're doing, financially, it would be wildly irresponsible to pass on a rookie quarterback contract mm-hmm. in, in favor of paying Justin Fields. Come on now. Come on now. Yes, and also I don't I haven't dipped into how much it makes because I understand the salary cap itself and there's always an increase year to year over like what the number one overall pick makes. But I don't know if it's gonna be thirty like, you know, no. Whatever. Like, you know what I mean? Like, you're actually, it actually works against what you did, even more. Like, Fields wants that contract. Last year, I don't know. What, Bryce Young. Oh, I mean, oh, it's, it's a very yeah. good salary they make. But again, you have the four years and the fifth year pickup where it's basically you have such a minimal cap hit until that fifth year. That you know, why would you over? Cap why would hit. you pass over that? Yeah, exactly. Here, here yeah. are your cap hits for Bryce Young last year: six point nine million. Mm-hmm. This coming season: eight point six. Yep. Third year: ten point three. Fourth year: twelve million. It's crazy. Justin Fields is going to get bare minimum. Don, I mean, Donnie, let's go minimum basement. Yes. Twenty-eight right. million a year basement. Is that or is that is that like thirty-five million long. a year? 
Yep, that's even too low because he's going to go to a football team that, number one, is let's just say pays. and let, Forget about even what you think he's going to get. Let's just call it number one pick. Mm-hmm. You think another organization's like, hey, you know what? Let's trade that number one pick. Yeah. Yeah, we'll wait. We'll wait to see what you're worth. And like, oh, by the way, you lost him for nothing at the end of the – like, no. Like, you're going to say, okay, here's the compensation. We already talked to his agent. He's happy. And I'm sure his agent is going to want to hear this. Hey, look, let's put him on a look-see, Kevin. One year, $16 million, and if it works out well, we'll sign. That's yeah. never, ever going to happen like I was like the free agent quarterback start here it's Kirk Cousins it's Baker Mayfield and everybody else stinks so he's at a position that you like we laugh at how low his passing yards are week to week Mm -hmm. but he's a top 20 quarterback in the NFL and he will be paid accordingly well again I I mean if you're and look, Don and I joked about this at the time. What a perfect way for me to, to end my Tuesday. But Daniel Jones made a, made a lot of quarterbacks a lot of money. Because if you're willing to pay DJ, how are you not paying Justin Fields? By the way, DJ out there working out. Heard he's standing up in the pocket. Not moving much, no. but able to let it rip here, baby. Giants next year without Saquon Barkley and with Daniel Jones with a huge bulky knee brace. Sign me up for that in the NFC East. We'll be right back. It's Moneyline. <laughs> SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. K-Dub's got a couple more minutes with us today, and I am looking at a game that I got maximum CLV, people. You know what game that is, Kevin, tonight? In the NBA, in the association. Took the Pelicans at three and a half this morning, now up to five. I think it's a great spot for the Pels. Two straight terrible losses for them. Knicks yesterday used up all that gas last night, beating the Detroit Pistons as 11 and a half point favorites. Won at basically the buzzer. I like the Pels tonight. Now, five, which means they have to win by Six, you know, it's getting up there a little bit. But I love the Pels this morning and took them at three and a half tonight. I think it makes some sense. I think they bounce back against the Knicks. And also, with those questionable reports coming out in the afternoon, like, oh, by the way, Brunson might not go tonight. Oh, yeah, we might be on a roll tonight. Well, that's going to be the key, right? If Brunson's yeah. out, then that's what I was just about to ask, if there's there a Smoke chance that that's possible. If he, yeah, if he's out, that line gets up to eight, nine? Is that too much? Maybe. 
Yeah, I think it was him and Hartenstein maybe was the latest. Like, they put the questionable tag on both of them, which means usually it heads in the the wrong direction, right? It's like, okay, it right. never goes like, oh, questionable, let's go back and we'll play him at probable. It seems like a good night. Like, the Knicks like, okay, phew, needed that win last night. We, we can't kill Brunson in the process of getting OG Ananobi back along with Julius Randle. And tonight would seem like a game that you would take off. To, to be clear, because, you know, it'd be like, ah, we're only missing a couple guys from last night. But obviously you're aware of this as, as you're making the bet. Brunson, Hartenstein, uh, and then Randle and OG. I mean, that team would be basically missing Donnie their entire starting five. Correct. New York Knicks. Yes. So, yes. yeah, no, certainly uh, it makes a lot of sense. Definitely makes a lot of sense. By the way, quickly on this one, how sometimes the NBA is so wild, right? You take a look, and I know Sacramento was on a back-to-back yesterday. The Heat basically brought a G League team to town and said, you know what, Hakez rookie, see what you can do tonight, bam. You're not really an offensive guy, but oh, you dropped 28 points in a double-digit win on the road, which was unbelievably impressive. And yesterday morning, I was saying, like, you know what, let me just go contrarian. Everybody's going to take Sacramento in this game. I'll go with the Heat. And then the Heat were like, yeah, no Rozier and Hero tonight. Good luck with that and suspensions. And they won by double digits. It's what? The NBA is crazy, man. Yeah, it, it's one of those things, though. They were coming off of a huge win against uh, a legitimate, you know, top Western contender, right, for a lot mm-hmm. of people in the Clippers, Donnie. It's a letdown spot. And if you look through, Miami with Bam on his own, they step up. And I think it's because, to some degree, it puts Bam in a position where he can't lay back. And, you know, he had 45 PRA last night. I was on his points, rebounds, and assists, Donnie. Uh, he's now played four games without uh, the uh, both Butler and Hero. Yeah. He averages yep. 45 PRA in those games. Like, he did last night was not surprising at all. That is what you get out of that guy whenever he is out there on his own. You know, it's one of those things for Miami, right? They got to find a way to get that from him at all times. That's going to be the key. Yeah, I hit the odds boost last night, too, plus 200, which was uh, Bam out of Bayou and also uh, Sabonis to get 40-plus points combined. I saw the 20 out of Bam, like, oh, we got this easy. Scroll down, like, whoa, just barely got it because Sabonis only got 14 <laughs> points, so it did work out in our favor. But before you get out of here, any thoughts yeah. tonight on the card tonight in both college and also NBA action? I will say NBA-wise, I'm interested in this Hawks team a little bit, Donnie. No Trey Young, but maybe some guys excited to step up in his absence. They won the first game they played without him. Utah is a terrible road team. You're getting this Hawks money line underneath minus 125. Uh, That is something I'm looking for NBA-wise. College tonight, I know a lot of people are talking about, and I'm sure you've broken it down, but uh, Mm -hmm. this Kentucky team, huge public side. But, man, the momentum that they have right now, like I know. It's college basketball. Of course, they're supposed to lose this game. I need I'm, to I'm, I'm interested in Kentucky. I'll stop rooting against them. You should yeah. have bet the 40. You should have bet the 40. I wanted to see a couple more L's. And again, yes, the Kentucky with that big, impressive win against Alabama over the weekend now lines up as an underdog on the road and a complete yep. contrast in styles. A team that really wants to get up and down the court in Kentucky and a team that wants to slow it down tonight with Mr. Jans as the head coach. And away we go. So, K-Dub, out of here. You'll be at, what are you, off yes, tomorrow, sir. back here Thursday, then off Friday and into the weekend mm-hmm. with new editions of Game Time Decisions. 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. right here on the network, Series XM Channel 159. Well, what do you want to leave the people with here as you get out of here? Get a little Man, soliloquy? Something about JY? Something about Lisi? What do you got? <laughs> Nothing about either of those two. Just, uh, folks, you're in good hands. DRS is on fire with the college uh, basketball board. Uh, I know you got a lot of good stuff. DRS will make it happen on a Thursday.
There you go. He's out of here. He's relaxing. He's in meetings. He's getting around. Here's the face of the network. And good for Kevin there. All right. Let's have some fun. We've got a half hour left in the show. Phone lines are always open, as you guys know. 844-843-6879. We're going to start talking some college basketball and how this sets up here in the future. And also keep in mind, Major League Baseball is in spring training right now. I don't bet spring training baseball. And I'd like to hear from the people out there if you have any calls or have you had any success in the past in, in spring training baseball. I don't like it. I don't pay that much attention to it. You guys know me. Strictly a numbers guy. In Major League Baseball, it's April is fun because baseball is back in your life. And you're basically betting on like, okay, this player is a good player. This pitcher isn't that good. Let me press the needle down. RBI, two RBIs, home run chance. You get the picture, right? couple base hits. But once we start to hit May, that's when that sweet spot starts to come in. you got 30 days of activity on pitchers and hitters and splits, lefty and righty, road splits, home splits. That's when it gets really fun. But I've never bet like spring training baseball because I don't think I have an edge. And the things that get you most upset are baseball is pretty much paint by numbers. I know what that starting pitcher is. I know what that batting lineup is going to be. You don't know anything in spring training. And also, like, betting a pitcher. Like, let's just say, like, hey, you know what? Chris Sale's on the mound here for the Atlanta Braves. Like, Chris Sale's not coming into this game going, you know what? Let me see if I can throw six innings. And uh, let me use my full repertoire that I have game ready. In spring training, you're working on a lot of pitches and a lot of situations here. Like, you know what? Let me see if I can paint the black here with fastballs. Two seamers, four seamers, see how it works here. Or maybe this day, I'm going to try to break in this new pitch here. It's a split-fingered fastball. Let me see if I can, you know, throw this multiple times in spots that I normally wouldn't throw them in. I don't bet preseason baseball, which, again, is spring training baseball. And also, just having fun in the month of April, just trying to feel things out. Because you guys know me. I love to bet RBI props and team totals here. Once you get temperatures out of the 50s and 60s into the 70s and 80s, it's a big, big deal. And also, a year under our belt here with all of those great changes in baseball, like the pitch clock, which is fantastic, as well as the shift being taken away, fantastic, as well as the DH in both leagues, unbelievable, ghost runners in extra innings, love all that stuff. So, excited to see you come back this year. Let's get to the phone lines, 844-843-6879. The X-Man is calling in from the great state of Virginia right here on a Tuesday. What's good, X-Man? What you got? It's good. I'm coming back, man. Got NCAA basketball. Just missed. Kansas Jayhawks. KU uh-huh. first half spread. Yep. Three okay. And a half. Mm-hmm. All right. We're going to the NBA. Dallas Mavericks. Kyrie Irving make his return back to Cleveland. Mm. He's going to give him 25. Yeah. Kyrie for yeah. 25, baby. Mm-hmm. And let's go to hockey. I like it. We got the yep. New Jersey Devils in regulation. And, of course, you know, we got the Vancouver Canucks in regulation, too. Vancouver and yep. New Jersey. All that together. East Coast, 10 West to Coast. But 10 to 1. Man. 10 to 1. 10 to 1 action tonight on the court. And, by the way, I do think the Mavericks actually went outright, too, tonight against Cleveland. I think they take them down, X Man. Like, I think you get the big night out of your boy. Kyrie, and I think they get a big W outright. No need to take the four and a half points. A good thing from X-Man there checking in with us, having some fun on a Tuesday afternoon. But I was talking about Major League Baseball here, too. I don't bet it. 
I'll watch it a little bit just to get a feel. But as we start to turn over, like, the content here on the Sports Grid Network, we're always in football season, it feels like, and rightfully so. Like, the, the combine's going on, you hear me. I can't stand the combine. I think there's no use for it at this point now. All the information is there. There's no reason to waste time. And if you are my GM and you are making a decision based on what you see out of a guy who's practiced running a 40-yard dash for the past six to eight weeks and or practiced a bench press, get out of town, man. I got enough film and I can talk to enough people already ready to know who's a good player and who's not where a guy running in a t-shirt and shorts is not going to sway my decision one iota at this point but it is what it is but as baseball is coming into play like we start now on the early line Craig Mish was on with us again today as he is several times a week talking like you know we're starting with the AL East and just briefly going over teams the New York Yankees the Baltimore Orioles you know take a look at last year's statistics for the Toronto Blue Jays and why they didn't power up as we thought they would be with a smaller ballpark because they moved their fences in it's just fun to get that knowledge going because I know how much I love Major League Baseball season I love the grind of it April's fun May is fun June July awesome by the time you get to about August 15th, you're pretty much angry at baseball because you know football is right on the horizon, college football and NFL, but then also just talking about the playoff race, the runs, then also the wild card rounds and the divisional series and the league championship series and the World Series, and it gets over in November. It's such a long season, but the grind of baseball is awesome, similar to what you get out of the NBA. Every single night, a ton of games to go over, and if you love the sport and love to bet the sport, there's always something on. It feels like both day and night because what Major League Baseball did well over the past couple of years, setting up a lot more day games, but also not leaving us with like a terrible Monday card where everybody's but four teams. They've done a much better job of spreading the wealth throughout the full seven days and also, as I said, making sure we have some afternoon games late in the week, multiple games in the afternoon. They're a lot of fun to watch here. So I'm enjoying that. We'll set that up. But next, I do want to talk some college basketball, things that happened last night. North Carolina Tar Heels easily not beating the Miami Hurricanes. Supposed to beat them by 15, 16 points, so the odds makers said. That game was a lot closer, but how can you make money? on the Miami Hurricanes. I think you can. I don't think they're making it into March Madness because they would need that automatic bid, meaning they won the ACC Conference Tournament. I'm not sure they can do that, but I do think they can make you some money moving forward. And also, where to find the Baylor Bears at? Big win yesterday against TCU. Could they enter into the national championship picture? Come on back. It's Moneyline with Donnie. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and... Producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil.
At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every goal, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a game-winning goal in the final seconds of overtime or a shot on the goal in the first period. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. College basketball talk here. Last night, as I alluded to, North Carolina Tar Heels 75, Miami Hurricanes 71. Hurricanes easily covering basically the two-touchdown margin that the Tar Heels were supposed to win by. Close game at the half, 37-32. Miami actually won the second half, 39-38 to make it a close game. Why? Because they were splashing from three-point range. 14 of 30 overall, 47%, and still lost that game. Now, the reason I wanted to bring up the Miami Hurricanes, not so much the North Carolina Tar Heels, we know the Tar Heels are good. Top 10 team. Can they make a run? R.J. Davis was sensational yesterday. They got a big man that can bang down low in Armando Baycott. Even though he only scored five points last night and fouled out of the basketball game. Uh, North Chad O'Meara is a big, strong dude from Miami. 7 of 19 from the floor, 22 points yesterday and leading the way for the Hurricanes. But the reason I wanted to talk about Miami is the simple fact is they're down a couple players right now. Poplar, we thought, was going to play last night. 6'5", junior. He sat that one out. Guy that's legitimately in the teens every single game for Miami. And they still held on. Only losing by four points, but also waiting to get Nigel Pack back to the Miami Hurricanes. He has been out since Valentine's Day. February 14th against Clemson was the last time he played. Now, since this, actually, Miami only has one win this entire month against Virginia Tech at home, 82 to 74. They then lost to Virginia and only scored 38 points. Lost to North Carolina, 75-72, to 72, February 10th. Lost to Clemson, 77-60, to 60, blown out. Lost to BC, 85-77. to 77. Lost to Duke by damn near 30 points at home. Lost to Georgia Tech at home when they were heavily favored. And then just lost to North Carolina again in a close one, 75-71. to 71. But it's one of those teams where I look at in the ACC tournament maybe being able to do some damage. Because if I do get Nigel Pack back, and in the game's previous uh, against Clemson, let me see, he played 25, which is interesting, he played 25 minutes against Clemson and didn't score any points. But before that, 20 points. He's got multiple games at 19. He actually had three straight games where he scored 19 points. Virginia Tech, Florida State, and Syracuse. A guy that can really help them if they get back, which means those earlier games and the chance for upsets in the ACC tournament just might be there. So even though Miami's been really bad and disappointing this year, if they get all of their starters back, there's no reason to believe that they can't be competitive, cover spreads, and maybe win a few games in the ACC. ACC tournament. Now, yesterday, some other games that were taking place along the landscape. Let me just go to the entire Division One card so we can talk about it. I know a lot of people were lined up yesterday on Delaware at home against Drexel. Drexel ended up winning that game by 10 points, but one of the games that went to overtime yesterday was Kansas State and West Virginia. Had a team total over Kansas State 76 and a half. Kansas State had 48 points at the break. I'm like, man, this is going to be easy. 
They scored 31 points in the second half. Now, granted, they still got over the team total in regulation, but they hit the gas pedal in the first half and absolutely went hard on the brakes in the second half. They lost that second half 53-31 to 31 at home, which is incredible because West Virginia stinks. They ended up winning in overtime by four points, and I did, as I said, get that team total. But that's one of those where that would have been one of the worst beats I've ever had if that game didn't cross over 76 and a half points. Game I lost last night, the Baylor Bears, 62. TCU Horn Frogs, 54. Ugly, muddy game in the first half, 25-23. A slight lead for Baylor, but Baylor really took away, or pulled away, I should say, from that game in the first five to eight minutes of that second half and cruised into a 62-54 to win. Now, the interesting thing for me about the Baylor Bears, really, is what to make of them. Because what did I like from them yesterday? Well, it was pretty simple. They actually played really good defense and shot very well from behind the arc, which is something they've struggled to do in conference play. They also came into that game yesterday, losers of two straight games. Now, also, away at BYU, which is a very good ball club, and also at home in overtime against Houston, which I thought they would actually win that game on Saturday. And again, just needed a free throw and the final seconds to clinch that. Couldn't do it. Ended up taking a loss. Now, on the way out for the season, two home games and one road game. They end their season next Saturday against Texas Tech on the road. But they have Kansas at home. This Saturday coming up, and then Monday a quick turnaround, but also at home against Texas here. This is a team that's played close ball games all the way through. Now, if we take a look at just conference play, which to me, the Big 12, I love it. I think it's the best conference overall in college basketball. Their first loss in conference play to Kansas State, away in overtime. They then lost on the road to Texas, 75-73. to They then lost, again, the third straight loss, which between January 16th and 27th came against TCU, the team they played last night, in triple overtime. They then lost Saturday, February 10th, after three straight victories, on the road at Fog Allen, which is Kansas, 64-61. to Again, lost that game to BYU by seven on the road, and then lost in overtime to Houston. This is a team that's really battle-tested. Like, they'll win their fair share of games. When they lose... It feels like they are right in it to the end. We'll see what they do against Kansas, Texas, and Texas Tech to end the season. But let me just take a quick look here at the national championship odds here for a team like Baylor. They're 45-1. to The one thing that they do well, and still their effective field goal percentage on the season nationally is 13th. That's very good. Their offensive efficiency, fifth overall in the country. That's unbelievable. And as a team for the season, from the three-point line, 40%. That's number two in the country. So you know they have it in them. It's one of those teams for me I'm looking forward to in Big 12 Conference Championship play and also into the tournament. Because I do want to take some longer shots, like a 45-1. to I've been telling you guys, you know what I'm waiting for here, too? I'm waiting for Kentucky, and I want them to lose that basketball game tonight so I can bet them at a price that will be better than 30-1. to Connecticut, I do think, is the best team in the country, but it's a very, very tough tournament to win. That's why we've had only one back-to-back champion in NCAA action since, what, 2006-2007? The Florida Gators? It's really hard to win one national championship, let alone to get out there and win back-to-back national champions. 
and especially now with all the movement in college basketball. Houston at a 7-1 price. You guys know I like Houston. Purdue plus 750. We'll see if they can get past you know the Sweet 16 and try to make a run. I don't love Arizona, Tennessee, or North Carolina. Marquette's an interesting one at 20-1. Auburn at 20-1. Duke at 22-1. Alabama at 25-1. But Kentucky and Baylor right now really catching my attention on those outer edges of teams that could possibly do damage in the tournament if they play right. You probably trust Baylor, to be honest, at a 45 to 1 price even more than you do Kentucky because of the ups and downs that Kentucky has shown this season. But those are some of the teams I think can make some sense tonight. Now, there is a very good college basketball card tonight overall. Just take a look at some of the teams tonight. Kentucky and Mississippi State. BYU and Kansas, very good. Texas, Texas Tech, a battle in the Big 12 down there in Lubbock tonight. Don't forget either about the Mountain West with Nevada and Colorado State. Two really good teams out there battling. I think there's six teams, by the way, guys, in the Mountain West within one and a half games of each other at the top. That's one of those leagues that is a mid-major. Not a mid-major. They're above a mid-major. They're a group of five slash just outside a power five doing some damage. It might bring some good basketball here into the tournament. Penn State and Iowa expect to get a lot of points especially from Iowa being at home. Houston also newly minted as the number one team in the country taking on the Cincinnati Bearcats tonight in Houston. How do they handle that situation, and how does that hold up from here? So a couple plays that I'm looking at tonight also, outside of obviously some of these futures markets, which I'm generally rooting against some teams to take some losses. I continually say that. Kentucky and Mississippi State, that's a tough game. It is. Mississippi State favored now by three and a half points here at FanDuel. Kentucky, we know, likes to go fast. Mississippi State, we know they like to go at a slower tempo. The one thing that can get Mississippi State in trouble is a slower tempo, and they are dead last in conference play, 14th in the conference at turning the basketball over on offense. That doesn't equate to great shots here. The one thing where I do think Kentucky matches up extremely well against Mississippi State is in the paint. reason I say that here is in point distribution, there's 14 teams in the SEC. 13th in conference play is Mississippi State. That's from the three-point line. 27% of their points come from the three-point line. However... They're number one in conference play at point distribution inside the arc. 54% of their points come from inside. Not a lot of balance there. Don't rely on the three-point shot. However, Kentucky is 11th in conference play. So stingy out of 14 teams at giving up points inside of the arc. That's something to certainly keep an eye on here. The one thing we do know about Kentucky, they love the three-point shot, even though they don't shoot it from volume. I wish they actually shot more because Mississippi State's defense, that footprint, is they'll let you shoot the three-point shot and they'll defend it. But did you know that Kentucky shoots in conference play in the SEC almost 41% as a team? That could be a key indicator tonight. I do think Kentucky is the better team over Mississippi State, but it's one of those that I won't be betting here and also, as I said, have been rooting against 
Kentucky because I want a better price than 30 to 1 to win a national championship. That Houston Cincinnati game, it's a 131 total, very low as usual, with Houston as a monster favorite of two touchdowns. Minus 13 and a half to be exact. They'll probably put a stranglehold on that Cincinnati offense, which quite frankly isn't very good. If we take a look at some other games across the country, you know what I do have my eye on? One of the better games of the night. It's BYU and Kansas. 73.5 to 74.5 is the team total for BYU, depending on where you're shopping. The reason I like BYU's offense in this game and not taking a side, BYU doesn't play very much defense here. Kansas has a very good option. Kansas should be able to take advantage here of down low, right? Hunter Dickinson, they don't rely on the three-point shot. They're the best shooting team inside the arc at close to 57% in conference play. They should get their points. But if we're lining up BYU, Kansas actually has a pretty good defense here. BYU does not want to get to the free throw line. BYU wants to launch three-point shots. There's 14 teams in the Big 12. 12th at letting you shoot the three-point shot, that's Kansas's defense. Number one by a wide margin at firing away from the three-point line, that's BYU's offense. Now, they don't make a ton, of the percentage-wise, right, in this game. Two teams that don't really shoot it technically all that well percentage-wise. 32% for BYU in conference play, 32.2% for Kansas. But I do think that if you are BYU, you make your three-point shot, you know, again, they shoot basically 50% of their shots from three-point range. If they can go a little bit above average, they'll be able to hang around in this game. And that's why I took them over the 73.5 to 74.5 as a team total, depending on where you're shopping at. I think it makes a lot of sense in this game. I think they can push the tempo a bit. But again, it is going to come down to making your shots tonight. And I do think they will be able to do that. Scrolling down, taking a look at some of these other games out here tonight. It is a large card, but Iowa and Penn State also sticks out for me. If we're just looking at average length of possession on offense, Penn State's third, which means they go quick. Iowa is number one. The one thing I like about this game is Iowa doesn't necessarily love the three-point shot. 14 teams in Big Ten play, they're dead last. Dead last in point distribution from the three-point line and volume from the three-point line. But they will pound you in the paint, people. Close to 59% of their points come that way. That's the way to attack Penn State. Iowa's team total to the over makes a lot of sense. We'll be right back to close it down on a Tuesday afternoon edition of Moneyline Net. SportsGrid.com Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. 
Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Oh, don't rely on luck, people. You heard the man right there. Do your homework. Do your research. Cash in some tickets. Have some fun. Live to fight another day here. Now, the NBA does have a nice slate tonight. First games tipping off in the 7 o'clock hour are as follows. Nets Magic, Warriors, Wizards, Mavericks, and Cavaliers. Followed by the Sixers and the Boston Celtics at 7.30, as well as the Pelicans and the Knicks. Later on tonight, to end the night, the Houston Rockets and the Oklahoma City Thunder in first place now, tied in the Western Conference with the Minnesota Timberwolves, who play tonight against the San Antonio Spurs. Both of those teams favored by double digits. Both of those teams certainly should win here. But if there's three games picked out tonight, which I do think makes some sense to play, maybe even four teams, uh, earlier in the in the hour, X-Man called in. Dallas Mavericks, he's like Kyrie Irving. I like the Dallas Mavericks to beat the Cleveland Cavaliers tonight. I'll take the four and a half points for the road team here, Dallas Mavericks, as long as I said we get Doncic and also Kyrie in the lineup, which looks like they're both supposed to be in tonight. I'll take the points there. Philadelphia 76ers and the Boston Celtics, a 12 and a half point spread here for the Celtics. I think they mop the floor with the Sixers, who are struggling mightily without Joel Embiid, and I don't think those struggles end tonight here. I think the Celtics handle them by double digits, get the win and the Cover. New Orleans Pelicans and the New York Knicks. That line up to four and a half to five at most outlets. I got it at three and a half this morning. I think the Pelicans handled the Knicks. And also, if Jalen Brunson is out, more power to me at that point here. But even if Brunson is in, I still like the Pelicans to bounce back from the last two terrible losses to get the win in New York as the Knicks are coming off a back-to-back, albeit at home, but barely beaten the Detroit Pistons. And the other game, I know Kevin saying he was leaning towards the Atlanta Hawks as a one and a half point favorite at home. Actually, take the Utah Jazz on the opposite side. I know they're a bad basketball team on the road, but they're still fighting for playoffs as well. The Atlanta Hawks, game number two without Trey Young, and typically you get that bump in game number one, which they did against the Orlando Magic. Don't think it continues tonight. I'll take the Road Warriors tonight here with the Utah Jazz over the Atlanta Hawks. A lot of fun to watch tomorrow. Another Wednesday edition will be on deck. I'll have a solo mission tomorrow. We'll have some fun. For JP Behind the Wheels of Steel, Donnie Wright side That'll do it for today's episode here of Moneyline. See ya. SportsGrid.com. Betting insights and entertainment at your fingertips 24-7 as our team covers the most important topics in sports wagering. Real-time odds, predictive betting models, expert picks, and more. Want the edge? Then get on the grid. SportsGrid.com. Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So... No, that's a good thing. Uh, (laughs) That's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every basket, every game, every point, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a three-pointer at the buzzer to tie the game or a player that goes two for two at the foul line. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment. It's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only. Must be present in Virginia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply.